what's up dudes what's up dudes what's up dudes go on come in we're, we're back at it week 11 back. here the 2023 nfl season i welcome into the incredible fantasy football podcast how's everyone doing tonight well fantastic we got a little uh new orleans trip this week so we're in the pot a little early yeah should be some fun after right after the vikings stopped new orleans <laughs> perfect timing their vikings gear all week yeah <laughs> they're on their bye week so they won't get in our way it's perfect yeah we uh we survived the weekend uh keith's show was great um great. Yeah, we we went uh, and saw Luke Erickson. He he showed up, and he's actually going to join the pod next week. Um, and as of recording this right now, it is Luke Erickson's birthday. So happy Ooh. birthday! Happy birthday, Luke! Happy birthday <laughs> to you! <laughs> uh, sadly, he he wasn't able to join us tonight uh, since we are recording on his birthday. But um, I think it works out better that way because Braden stomped on his heart in their fantasy match of this week. Um, I think we should just get into a league re- recap here. Braden, you were the top scorer in our league this week, and you, you defeated Luke, who was the second highest scoring team in the league this week. So you move into fourth place. Needed it. That's all I can say. I was I was freaking out a little bit in that morning slate, and then I texted Luke. was like, oh, it's going to be one of those stressful ones. And he's like, I'm not worried. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Bring it on. You. <laughs> and then I got pissed. <laughs> and then thankfully. Brought we, the rage. <laughs> yeah, brought the rage after that. It was just all, you know, at symbols and uh, and pound signs and all those. But no, um, it felt good to pull it off after that. So um, it was dominating much needed, performance. Much needed because yeah, it's competitive. You poked the bear, but but now you're uh, you're one of the four playoff teams. So c- congratulations! I mean, you just got to hold on for four more weeks, guys. If the season ended today, the three of us make it. That's insanity. This that's a dream. Four it spots, is a dream. three podcasts, bros, and then Keaton, like basically the guest. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. That would be incredible. Well, Garrett, you got a monster win over Keaton this week to move to seven and three in second place of the league. I'm finally feeling confident. It took ten weeks, but this team can win. They're they're winning despite how bad they are. So I mean, hats off to you. It's coming together a little bit. I'm getting a little nervous. It's, it's kept, coming together a little bit. I kept hope kept being like, oh, Garrett will eventually fall out of the top four, so that'll be another freed up spot. And I was like, what? He's not losing. It's not happening. Oh gosh, the Gibbs breakout. Tied for yeah, first, would- technically second. In these last two weeks, you moved from the uh, the tenth uh, highest scoring team to the eighth highest scoring team in the league. So I'm making watch my way out. up, man. I'm making my way up, putting up numbers. Third highest scorer this week, put up 120. Yeah, Thrilled. you'll take 120 every week, baby. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And then uh, I bounced back and I, I beat up on Matt. He put up what 56 points. <laughs> Just bad performance. Second worst performance of the year. Do you know who had the worst performance? It wasn't me. No, it was Luke. Oh. <laughs> Back in week four, he put up 55. Yikes. So, he's, he's getting a lot of bad juju here this week, but he'll, he'll be on next week to, to turn it around, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's doggy dog in that, in the, the Gimme Some League, and then the Shad Dynasty League, Dr. Piss MD. He, uh, he bounced back. He won. Uh, he beat the second place, or the formerly first place team by Tom. Uh, and his brother, John, I don't know who, who runs that team, but he's back in first place. Tom drops down to fourth. Garrett, you beat Eli. Uh, you move into third place. Uh, and then Braden, you lost to to Nick. So you stayed at, at seventh place at five and five. I feel like you're <laughs> the teams that are five and five that are like fighting for this sixth seed in the Dynasty League. It's like there's three or four teams that just like feel like they deserve to be in the playoffs. And, and there's going to be two or three that just there's no room for him. No, I know. It's crazy. It's uh, it's it's competitive. And then I got to step back to the gimme assembly. You've just been cruising, Zach. you just been, it feels like you've just been cruising all year. It's all part of the plan. Everything's following <laughs> the script right now. But yeah, no, I'm getting a little nervous in Shadinus. I mean, I feel good. I've had some injuries and some of the big guys are coming, but it's like whenever I have to win every week, it feels like now because, you know, you got uh, Keaton is also fighting for that six seed. So, so yeah. it goes out. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. And I, I bounced back and I, I beat up on Justin. So I, I moved to ninth place in the league at four and six. I feel like that four and six is should be on the cusp of uh, you win three more weeks, you're in the playoffs. But that's just not happening right now. Um, not in this and Justin, league. Justin moved uh, or stayed at 12th place. He's now 0 and 10. And he plays yeah. me this week. <laughs> can't, can't, can't wait to just keep taking advantage of these easy matchups. I'm fighting for that one or two seed, baby. I want that bye. Yeah. Even cruising too. Even cruising that league for sure. But Justin's on his way to Marvin Harrison Jr. It looks like. Uh, that, we'll that's his plan. That is he's his got, plan. He's got to win a, a lottery, 20, right? Yeah, like a 27% <laughs> chance at that number one pick. So I would love to see him not get it. I want him to go 0 and 18, 0 and 17, <laughs> and not pick. get the number one pick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> oh, um. All right, let's move into our puff puff pieces. Um, this first one, not really a, a puff piece, but I mean, I've got to share it. It's crazy. So um, I'm I'm at work Monday morning listening to a company presentation, and I slowly realized that I think that the speaker is the wife of none other than Tom Lano. Tom Lano. <laughs> there we go. I got it. Tom Lano, aka the best team in the league. Um, and so I pinged her after the meeting. I, I go. Uh, is your husband Tom? And, and she said, uh, LOL, yes. Do you know him? I said, yeah, he's in my fantasy football league. And I'm pretty sure you've paid me on Venmo the last couple of years for his league fees. He's a great dude. She goes, OMG, that is hilarious. Are you the one with the podcast? And I said, I am. <laughs> what a story. Yeah. We knew the it's, networking it's opportunities would be unreal from this pod and from the league. <laughs> they already paid oh, dividends. I, I was like, I was on this call for like 30 minutes and I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. And then I was like, Lano, like, I know that last name. There's no way this is Tom's wife. And I was like, wait, but I'm pretty sure Tom's wife is, is, you know, the speaker. And I, and then, yeah, it, it was crazy. It was. So. <laughs> That's insane. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, what a so I, yeah, I was just I was just beaming because that yeah, what are the odds? That's um, crazy, crazy. <laughs> I love how that she knew about the podcast too. Like that's Tom, Tom's better. been on the pod. <laughs> yes. Of course, that's true. That's yes. true. Legend. Yeah. He is a legend. Um, all right, getting back into to football talk. Two weeks ago, we missed it, but Houston defeated Tampa Bay thirty-nine to thirty-seven for yet another scoregami. We have Let's been go. blessed with so many this year. It's been wow. a crazy year already. I just yeah. can't believe that there's still so many of these numbers and it happens every week. <laughs> it's it, it does not happen every week. This season's abnormal. Yeah. Um I've got I've got another one here that we can skip or I can I can read it if you guys want. It is about uh Josh McDaniels. <laughs> yeah, we have to read it. This has become <laughs> a weekly a weekly it's segment. It is a weekly segment. All right. <clears throat> so Former Raiders and Broncos head coach Josh McDaniels. This was uh, just a, a report uh, that uh, comes from an interview with a former Denver tight end, Nate Jackson. Uh, he said that uh, Josh McDaniels traded Peyton Hillis because rumor had it, McDaniels thought his wife was attracted to Hillis. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, after trading uh, uh, Jay Cutler, uh Josh McDaniels addressed the entire team and said, fellas, don't worry about the quarterback situation. I can turn a high school quarterback into an all pro. <laughs> wow. That guy, Yikes. man, the hubris with him, you know, I don't know if that's going to work out too well for him. <laughs> There's no way he gets hired as a head coach ever again. And I just don't know if I believe these stories. I, I, I want to so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you with don't you. trade somebody because you think your wife is attracted to them. You're not even the GM. <laughs> Garrett, these are all true stories. This is a 100% true podcast right here. I'm just reading what, what's reported. All right, I'll take I've it. I've just been yeah, taking it for fact at this point. There's too many stories for them not to be true, right? Like, they're just so Exactly. Many. They have to exactly. be true. All right, next next headline here. Uh, former 49er backup quarterback C.J. Beathard, a.k.a. C.J. Beathard, and uh, George Kittle have matching ass tattoos of their college address. Um, it's a hilarious video that I, I saw was posted. But, yeah, like uh, 
I'm trying to think who the quarterback was, like uh, Brian Hoyer or Jimmy G or someone, like sees them in the showers together and he goes, do you guys have matching ass tats? <laughs> It's like, yeah, I don't know. We lived together in college. We thought it'd be funny. <laughs> That's incredible. So on brand for George Kittle, especially. Absolutely. Yeah, George Kittle is he's a legend. And it sounds like he was a party animal. So um yeah, check out the vid. And then the, the last one here I've got uh was Eagles Center, Jason Kelsey, aka Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother, is a <laughs> finalist. For People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Other finalists include Timothy Chalamet, Jamie Foxx, and Usher. <laughs> he couldn't look less like them. <laughs> which is hilarious that they're the finalists. Yeah. Like they have an opinion of sexiest man with one type. And then that's those three guys. And then the complete opposite, which is Jason Kelsey. Hey, the the big big dudes with beards, they need love too. Is this a user submitted thing, or is this like they? This is just, real. They this they just People Magazine. Nominate him? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no like voting because I was like they could sit on their pod and be like vote for Jason for. No, I don't think so. I think this is just like wow. a panel that comes up with this. I'm surprised, but I mean, good good for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move into headlines for uh, week eleven here. Um, we got four teams on by the Falcons, Patriots, Colts, and Saints. Um, not a lot of injury news to recap. Derek Carr had a concussion, and Alexander Madison had a concussion. But the Saints are on by, so Carr's probably coming back in two weeks. Madison could be out, so it could be Ty Chandler season. Um, and then the last one that popped up today was that the Bills fired their OC, Ken Dorsey, after their loss to the Broncos on Monday Night Football, and Joe Brady will be the interim OC for the Bills. Do you guys think there's going to be Crazy. any shakeup from that offensively, or do you, you know, could we see some players that have been relevant not, you know, kind of fall off and vice versa? I don't know. I think that, uh, I, I think that the Bills offense is going to be pretty much unaffected they're they run through Josh Allen and Diggs, and you know I think Kincaid has kind of carved out a role where he's he's going to get his, and then it's it's going to be boom bust for James Cook and apparently Latavius Murray, and I don't know. I think the Bills are gonna they're gonna figure it out here in the back half of the season. Oh, for I sure. mean, they got it with yeah. Josh Allen, Stephon Kincaid. Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. However, I mean, with the the Bills looking this bad and shaky, I'm like, I, I fell asleep last night dreaming, like, what if the Vikings trade for Josh Allen in like a year or two? Like, how amazing would that Dude, be? Dude, with KLC, he'd be unbelievable. This would be yeah. so much fun. I, I don't think there's any chance. But I mean, he has kind of thrown away some games here. Yeah, that sounds no, like you Bills... might have had an extra, maybe a, not a, quite as dry of a dream as normal. Maybe it was a wet dream or something. Or It sounds a little like was... fan fiction, but I, it sounds incredible. <laughs> I, <laughs> I yeah, I, the, the Super Bowl was within, within reach. I mean, if you put Josh Allen on a team with with uh, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, DJ Hawkinson, it's, and this offensive line, game over. You should pay like five first-round picks and make this happen or something. <laughs> uh, sign me up. All right, and then before we get into kind of our, our waiver talk, our budding stars here, I wanted to recap a couple trades that have happened. Um, nothing too major, but in our Shad Dynasty League, there's a couple trades that happened in this last week. Uh, the first one, uh, I traded uh, Nick, um, the former or the, the reigning champion of the Shad Dynasty League, David Njoku, Johnu Smith, and a 2026 second round pick. For a 2024 second round pick, Van Jefferson and seven dollars in fab. Reaction? Blockbuster. <laughs> there has been you some fu- uh, f- funny trades here the last two weeks with you, um, but I mean, why not? I mean, shake, shake it up a little bit. There's no, there's no league winning moves most likely. You finally shed David and Joku like you've been trying to do all year. You had to attach Johnny. Congrats, but. Yeah, it felt like I just swapped my 26 second for a 24 second and got rid of some tight ends I didn't want. So, uh, and then the other one, the biggest blockbuster trade in the Shadynasty League, probably history. Um, I made a trade with Keaton, the un, the untradeable man, 
and uh, I, I I traded him one fab dollar, and in return I got back one fab dollar. So it's it's done. We've made a trade. I I did not see that coming. <laughs> um, I guess we'll see what happens with it. Never know who's gonna win that trade. <laughs> yeah, this one could go either way. It seemed a little collusive, but you know, at the end of the day, I think that you know you guys were actually trying to make your team better. I get it. His, you know, his dollar could end up being worth more than yours, and vice versa. So, right. I mean, I'm goes. surprised it didn't get vetoed by the league. If we had an option, it might have been. That's true. So <laughs> I, this one, this one's really going to shake up the league. Um, we'll see if if one guy really regrets it long term or not. <laughs> But congrats, you traded with Keaton. I, I still need to trade with Keaton. It hasn't happened yet. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't think it could be done, but but here we are. All right. Um, you guys want to move into our budding stars? Let's do it. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about our, our waiver pickups here. Guys that are owned in less than 50% of leagues and less than 25% of leagues that we think uh, you should either stash, could be a flex play this week. Um, and, you know, we're doing this before waivers run, so the percentages might be a little bit off, but... Uh, Garrett, you want to start us off with uh, with your guy that's owned in less than 50% of leagues? He currently is. He probably won't be after this week. Uh, it's Noah Brown. I mean, he's just back-to-back dominant weeks together. Looks great. Stroud looks great. The offense is rolling. I think absolutely has a chance to continue. I'm not, I'm not going to bet on it, but, I mean, why not pick him up and see what happens? Yeah monster back-to-back weeks. Braden, who's your guy? Yeah, so Pat Fryermuth is due to get off of the IR here pretty soon. I know they opened up his practice window. Um, and so I think he's just someone, I mean, you might even still be able to stash him on your IR and see it's just, you know, a worthy stash. You know, he's been a top 10 tight end in the past. So, I mean, a lot of these late-end tight ends are, or late-round tight ends seem to be popping off lately, but there's still probably some tight end star people out there. So if you are, I think he's worth a pickup for sure. Yeah, I like it. And this guy on in ESPN is 49% owned. Uh, I think it was because he was on bye week this last week. So teams kind of maybe had to drop him to fill a, a flex spot. But it's Josh Downs, Indianapolis wide receiver. Um, I mean, he was our sleeper pick, what, like four weeks in a row and always hit. So um, I think that Josh Downs is the second best rookie wide receiver to own rest of season behind Tank Dell. Um, crazy, but I, I've got a lot of faith in Josh Downs being able to to be uh, started the rest of the season here. So that's my pick. Um, Garrett, who is your guy that's owning less than 25% of leagues? I just can't let you forget Puka Nakua. If Matt Stafford's mm. in, you'd rather have Puka than Josh Downs. Yeah, with but... Matt Stafford, Puka's number one. Uh, I was going to say, my less than 25, Rico Dowdle. Is that how you even say it? Yeah, close enough. And I mean, who knows? Tony Pollard has not been that great. Rico Dowdle comes in, gets 12 carries last game, has a fairly big game, gets the touchdown. He's a rookie, I believe. And some of this work might uh, come his way, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know if he's a rookie. But anyway, Tony Pollard on a one-year contract, too. Dowdle could be the guy next year. They might want to see what they have in him. Yeah, it's his fourth year in the league, but basically the same. He he had he had a good week last week in garbage time against the the Giants when they won by forty nine. So great great stash there, um, Brandon. Who's your guy? Uh, I went with Jaden Reed, and you know just another rookie wideout that showed out last week. I got five targets, caught them all. You know, got a touchdown. Got I think eighty something yards. So you know, I don't think he's some league winner, but I think he's a solid. Solid death piece that maybe, you know, who knows, maybe something could happen, but definitely someone who should be picked up. Uh, second, second half of the year, that's when uh, when rookies show up. So, Jaden Reed, solid pick. My guy, Ty Chandler, running back from the Minnesota Vikings. He's miles more talented than Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison is hot trash. I, I've regretted the moment that I picked him as my my guy because – I was team uh, uh, Rashad White all offseason. That was my pick. And then like an hour before we, we've locked in our my guys, I was like, mm, Alexander Madison, that's a safer pick. That's a fun pick. No, <laughs> terrible. Ty Chandler, rest of the season, he's the, he's the back to own in Minnesota. 
Oh, all right. I had to get that off my chest. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I love that. I was passionate. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's get into our who's hire segment. Uh, Actually, I was going to step in with my uh, conspiracy theory segment. Oh, Oh, of course. We've (laughs) got to get Gary's conspiracy. All right. Here we go. Report is the Michael Carter cut came after an all players meeting yesterday. And like Michael Carter is like the dude in the locker room, like super, super well respected, all players meeting, immediately leaving that meeting next morning cut like you don't just really cut a vet running back mid-season like this i think this is going to be a a pretty big story so there's little rumblings of it right now so conspiracy of the week but what what's your conspiracy garrett that he's getting cut as a result of the meeting something was said in there that like (laughs) he was cut for it he's calling this his shot right now and I did think it was weird that Michael Carter was cut because he's like a big, yeah, like you say, he's a pretty big locker room guy, and they've held on to him through a lot. He's been there. He's been there, like lead third down back. Yeah, it's, it, it, we'll see what happens. I'm, uh, I'm I think this is going to be a story, though. I think I think it's something we're going to keep talking about. I wanted you to be bolder and and say that he was like talking mad shit about Zach Wilson or something, and that they need to make a quarterback change. And that that all, very well could be it. Case, <laughs> like yeah. like. I'll go bold and say that. Why not? I'm, I'm taking your opinion here, Zach. But, yeah. I mean, why else cut the guy? <laughs> I love it, Garrett. That's a great conspiracy of the week. I cannot wait until next week. Um, all right. Now we can get into our who's hire, um, do a little trade talk, value check. Um, you know, we've got two weeks left. Well, no, eight days left until our trade deadline. Um, so this segment might kind of – go to the wayside here um the second half or back half of the season here in the playoffs but for now it's it's kind of do or die the, the last big trades here the last playoff pushes need to be made so uh garrett talk about a guy that you want to figure out his value um that that could be rising could be a sell high buy high um guy it's rashad white dude's just been on one just the last couple of weeks it was your guy zach He's got a fairly decent schedule coming up. There's some tough games, but he's a pass catching back. He's been seeing a lot of work. The offense is surprisingly moving down the field. Um, they're putting up points, and Rashad White might just benefit from that rusty year here. So he's running back 11 right now, coming off 25 and then 16 or 17. It's I think now's the time to buy. Um, he is playing San Francisco this week. You could maybe hold off one week and and maybe expect a dip, but also if he booms, like you're not getting him again. Absolutely. I mean, I traded for him in Dynasty. I wanted him in all my leagues. He was he was highlighted. Draft him three rounds early, Zach. This is this is the guy you want. Um, but that said, I I I love to see his value where it's at right now. I think he's still semi gettable. I think you can leverage his bad matchup against San Fran this week. Absolutely. um, To go get him, you know, if a team that's got Rashad white is like desperate for a win and you're like, Hey, you know, he's going against San Fran. He's going to, he's going to put up one of those, you know, six point weeks. Like I'll give you a a better running back and that for this week. And, you know, maybe you can upgrade a a wide receiver as well or something. I, I agree. I think that Rashad white, can can be that league winning type running back uh, just based off what we've seen these last four weeks out of him. So it's, it's tough to trade another running back straight up because it always is. And we found out that out this year for sure on this pod. But um, what about someone like Saquon? Would you think the do you think the Rashad White owner accepts that? Oh yeah, I think just off name value alone and the the, the potential that you know we've seen from Saquon in the past, I think that's a great offer, Garrett. Yeah, I think that would for sure get it done. The, the the white owner, I think, would for sure take a shot on Barkley. Although that offense looks so bad with Devito, they're so they're so they're so bad. I know. I still <laughs> think I'd take Barkley too on that side, but I think that's a good offer if you really believe in Rashad White. I think I'd rather have White rest of season. I would. I would much rather have White rest of season. Barkley's running back twenty six, and he's coming off, you know, a decreasing performance here these last few weeks and and devito some tough defenses, but yeah awful. you gotta remember he was hurt too 
Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, no, he yeah, missed no, three agreed. games. It's it, the outlook's pretty rough. Um, I still think you know Rashad White. He's what's really getting him, and you've been totally right on him this entire time. Is his receiving is so good, but he's so bad on the ground. It's crazy, but he's just the only guy there, so he gets all the work on the ground. So, um, but yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's fair. I think I can see both sides totally. Is this a good receiver? What about uh, is Brandon Ayuk enough to go get him? I think so. Probably not. I would think Ooh. probably not either. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, well, I think Braden is is still low on Rashad White. And I think Karen I'm still a little high on Rashad White. White. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but interesting. But I, yeah. I'm also bullish on Ayuk the rest of the year. His his schedule looks so good. What about Puka? Would you rather have Puka or Rashad White? I'd rather have White. That's cool. That's re- yeah, that's really I'd rather tough. have White. That's really tough. Um, I'd probably take Puka there. And then uh, DJ Moore or Rashad White. I take that's Rashad a smash White. Rashad. That's Rashad. Yeah. Okay. Hey, DJ Moore, wide receiver eight this year. I'm the Crazy. DJ Moore lover here too, but <laughs> it's been... Uh, it's and, and Justin man, Fields it's has been out, trip. so like they're, they're, Justin Fields coming back if he's back. Uh, DJ Moore could see that bump again, but who knows? Dude, yeah. Justin Fields didn't look good. All right. Well, Rashad White, buy high. Um, Brayden, who's the guy that you wanted to talk about this week? Yeah, it's uh, he was my start of the week last week. Last week, uh, Javante Williams. He looks like the guy. I mean, he's getting starting to get all the work. Um, he's starting to look more comfortable in the offense. You know, he's starting to look like his old self, basically. And I just, he just seems to keep trending up. The Broncos out of nowhere are starting to really tighten up as a team. Their defense looks great. So they've really been in a lot of good run running situations and they've been riding the run. So I don't know where you guys think where he's at, you know, but you know, what do you think would be a, a decent offer for Javante? I mean, he's definitely I mean, just co- coming off his best week of the year. Like those last two weeks, he, he's got 17 and 19 with yeah. 27 and 21 carries and, you know, three and four receptions. And the Broncos and- have won three in a row, four in a row, three in a row. Receiving touchdown last week too, so he's getting yeah. he's getting that work in the receiving game. Yeah, I mean nice. he he was great two years ago, and I think he's still gonna be good too, especially if his offense is moving the way it is. Would you guys rather have Rashad White or Javonta Williams? I'm like Aaron I'd rather have Rashad White. Whoa. Okay, I was curious. Okay, I, I'd probably go Javante. This one's really talented. This one's Overall. tough for me. I I think Javante is more talented, and somehow Denver looks capable of of playing decent football now. But I think I lean Rashad White. Just I don't know. He's we haven't seen Javante do it for more than two weeks yet. So yeah, White's been good. Uh, Rashad's been good yeah. for sure. But that that said, I mean, I think people that have had Rashad White or sorry Javante Williams all year. They, and they finally get these two monster weeks and you know his last two performances they're not looking to sell so you you, you definitely have to overpay to get him right now yeah that's true Probably. yeah what do you guys think about like a dk metcalf where you know he hasn't hit big yet but you know the schedule is really nice and obviously he has a chance to go ballistic i don't think that's enough to get it done that's fair I think I think if I offered Keaton DK Metcalf for Javante Williams right now, he would laugh at me. I, I don't think Keaton would take that either. But Keaton would never trade Javante Williams, maybe for AJ Brown. <laughs> and I would I would much rather have AJ Brown. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'd probably rather have Javante in that side of the deal too. Javante over who? Over DK. Yeah. Probably. So it'd probably have to be DK in like a Maybe do you think like a DK and a Jalen Warren or maybe a um, Jalen Warren's been so Warren. weird. He just feels so gross, but he's just <laughs> keep putting out good performances. Like he's getting it done. I think he'd have to do like a DK and an Aaron Jones. That'd be pretty good. Like a, maybe DK and and James Cook to 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 get um, yeah Javante. I can see that. Yeah, like for you can. Sure. You can go down maybe five or six spots in running back and then get that that solid uh, high upside wide receiver too. 
Yeah. And I, you know, he's not someone that I would like crazy overpay for, you know, I think he's going to be really solid and good. Um, but I don't think he's set up to be like an absolute, you know, like a David Montgomery a few years ago when he went like 30 points every week, but yeah, I think he's going to be solid, you know, upper teens every week for sure. And he's going to have that safe volume. So, you know, that, that seems like a pretty decent deal. All right. And we've mentioned him. My guy I wanted to talk about this week, DK Metcalf. Where's his value? Are you trying to buy him? Are you trying to sell him? What are your thoughts? I don't know that I trust the offense enough to really want to buy into it. There are a lot of receivers there. The balls, I think when the offense is kind of moving a little bit, it's being spread around. Um, I think I'd, I'd maybe do the dart throw. I mean, you know that he can get a touchdown every game the rest of the season here, but I wouldn't be able to give up a lot. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to take a shot on them. I've, I've actually looked at your roster multiple times. I saw that you almost didn't start them last week, Zach. So I, or maybe you I still didn't. didn't. You didn't. I started so taking over them. I wanted to throw you an offer, but I didn't really have the bench guys that I thought to get it done, and I needed all my other guys. <laughs> so, um, you know, I would definitely take a shot on them. Um, you know, it's it's tough to overpay, kind of like what Garrett's saying, and that might need to be what gets it done. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely worth taking a shot on, especially if you have a spare running back on your roster. Right. Something. And here, here's a here's a fun offer I was considering throwing out there. I, and I'm, I think me and Braden are pretty high on DK rest of season, whereas Garrett, you might not be as high. DK's mm-hmm. got 12 targets and 14 targets in two out of his last three games. He's just missing those touchdowns, and his, his schedule gets a lot easier uh, rest of season. Um, but the offer is DK Metcalf and David Montgomery for CD Lamb. There's no way. Can't do it? No yeah, I don't think you can do you, it. You can't. You can't trade CD right now. He's just absolutely tearing up the league, and like having that guy in there with that assurance each week. And I think I think you like David Montgomery rest of the year. I do. Um, I like Gibbs too, but they they hinder each other's upside a little bit. And I I I don't think you can trade CD. I think he's the most valuable wide receiver in fantasy right now. Yeah, totally fair. I, he, yeah, agreed. Yeah, sorry, Zach. You had... No, I was just gonna say I was like, who can I get one of those, you know, top six wide receivers with a package of these two guys? And I mean, yeah, based off CD's last four weeks, he's pretty much untouchable. Yeah, uh, agreed. Yeah. I mean that's a, I mean that's obviously a strong offer, but it's gonna take a strong going to get CD, I think, for sure. All right. Um I'm trying to think what what other kind of comps either for running back or wide receiver do we have for, for DK value-wise? I was kind of thinking about guys you brought up earlier too. Um, what about like Raheem Mostert? I mean, it seems fair. Mostert's coming off the bye and, and A-Chan is coming off the IR. So we're not really sure what's going to go on with that Miami running back field. Uh, rest of season here, but I mean, Mostert has been a twelve to forty point running back all year. Yeah. Um, whereas DK has kind of been in that ten to twelve receiver, uh, you know, points all year. So I think that that's a fair swap. Um, I wouldn't do it just because I have HN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I didn't have HN, I would I would probably be all over that and 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 be very interested in Mostert. No, that's actually I. That was one of the things I thought of, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a chance." So then I never offered it, but that was one I had thought of at one point. So what about like um, Ramondre Stevenson for DK plus a tiny bit? I would I would rather have DK than Ramondre. I think Braden would rather have Ramondre. I think I'd rather have Ramondre. Uh, that was tough, dude. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of here for the DK breakout second half. Honestly, I've been, I, I've, I think he's could have a really strong second half. The schedule is insane, and uh, you know, Gino, Gino's been rough though. So I mean, it's risky, but um, I think he has a chance to go crazy. So I'd probably well, take with, his upside over Ramondre. Yeah, with Ramondre on by this week, and I don't know that Patriots offense just looking 
awful. They're really bad. Mac Jones getting benched for the last drive of the game. Why? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just there's I, I've been a known Ramondre hater, so I would never I would I wouldn't trade the bottom bench player for Ramondre. I don't want him on my team. He's a league loser, Garrett. <laughs> I do like Ramondre, and I think he's going to be solid the rest of the season. I, I, I think yeah. he's going to definitely deliver that really fairly safe floor, not super high ceiling, but he's going to finish mid RB2. He's, that's where he's sitting right now, and that, that's where he's going to finish. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to find RBs, and I can see why a team like Gorzak with Brees, Montgomery, and... Uh, C-Mac would never buy into that. But I think it t- like I would probably have to if I didn't have Ramondre right now and, and my only running back was Gibbs and then I'm talking about Keaton Mitchell, Chuba Hubbard, Kareem Hunt, and I had DK, I'd probably try to trade for Ramondre. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Oh, I get it. I get it. All right, let's 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 move on here, guys. We're, we're, we're really taking a lot of time here. So let's, let's get a little quicker with our, our guys that are potential buy lows or sell lows. Um, let's, let's maybe do some quick, would you rathers on, on some of these guys. So who's, who's a name that you wanted to bring up Garrett, Tony Pollard. I'm, I'm still saying buy low, uh, but he's been bad and I don't know that it takes that much to get him right now. I mean, yeah, he's terrible. He's, I mean, he's not terrible, but he's, he's RB 23 and people thought he might be the RB one this year. Yeah. The schedule's nice. They're past their buy, but I mean, He's put up more than 10 points once out of his last six outings. And that was a 14-point performance. Would you rather have Joe Mixon or Tony Pollard? I'd rather have Mixon. (laughs) Man, that that feels like right at that sweet point, honestly. But, yeah, I think you have to go Mixon just because he's – I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I I think I'd go Mixon. But that's that's a good tension point. Yeah, I I lean Mixon there as well. Um, what about David Ramondre? Montgomery, David Montgomery or, or Tony Pollard? I I think I'd rather go Monty. Yeah, I'd probably go Monty too. All right, your guy, Ramondre Stevenson or Tony Pollard? That's where I think I just have to take the Tony Pollard upside and hope it comes. But I mean, Ramondre's been better than him. Yeah, I'd probably go Pollard too, but I agree where it's like. I mean, it could not get any better than this, you guys. It was a smash matchup last week against the Giants, and he did nothing. Tony Pollard plays at Carolina, the 31st-ranked D this week. Ramondre's on by. Ain't no one trading Tony Pollard for Ramondre this week. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. All right. Um, Braden, who's who's the guy that you wanted to bring up here this week? Yeah, Marquise Brown, Hollywood. Um I don't know if you guys saw the the replay or watched the game at all. That deep shot that Kyler took to to Hollywood, just barely off the tip of his hands. But we we wouldn't be talking about him as a buy low if that were the case. But with the Trey McBride breakout and with Marquise, I think that you can still get a shot at him, and he's could have a really good second half. Um, you know, I mean, what do you guys think? You know, what's a solid running back? I mean, do you think Ramondre would, would get it done? <laughs> Absolutely. Garrett's offering Ramondre for anything right now. Again, I, 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 I would probably take Ramondre or Marquise in most leagues, but I couldn't in this league. Like I couldn't accept that trade this week. Right. Yeah. Um, sure. Well, I want to do some wide receiver. Would you rather's uh, for Marquise? Would you rather have Marquise Hollywood Brown or Adam Thielen rest of season? <laughs> How the tides have turned. I'd uh I think I'd still rather lean Adam. I'm going Hollywood. I I would rather have Adam Thielen, but I would bet that Marquise Brown scores more points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um yeah. all right, would you rather have T. Higgins or Marquise Hollywood Brown? Um T just doesn't play, man. I'd rather have Marquise. Yeah, if T was healthy, it's it's T a mile for me, but no, Hollywood. Yeah, with, with T's hamstring injury popping up, I missed last week. I'm definitely taking Hollywood. Um, who else? Tank Dell or, or Hollywood Brown rest of the season? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh. I'm going to go Marquise. 
Yeah, I was going to say Marquise because I think he's just the proven number one, and I think it switches between Tank and Nico at times. And no, and Noah. And Noah, yeah. I think that there's miles and to Dalton. feed in that Houston yeah. Houston offense. I would lean Tank Dell, but I am an owner, so I am biased. He's been a beast. Um, all right, the last guy I wanted to bring up here, um, potential buy low, um, Derek Henry. How do you guys feel about him? Gross, but you know he's going to come back and just dominate the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he had a tough matchup against Tampa Bay this last week and only put up two points. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a lot more game script dependent now with Tajay Spears. You know, he's not on the field 100% of snaps, and it just kind of depends on how the team goes. But if he gets, you know, he still can smash. So it's just kind of knowing when to use him. But, um, yeah, so I think he's a great buy low. Would you rather have Tony Pollard or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Joe Mixon or Derrick Henry? Henry. Derrick Henry, yep. Jameer Gibbs or Derrick Henry? It's too much. I'm keeping Gibbs. Yeah, I, I think you have to go Gibbs. Brees Hall or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. No, no, I go Brees. <laughs> <laughs> That's really tough. Um... Uh, I, I might, I might go Henry there. That's very tough, though. That's close. Yeah, I guess I should probably say I, I would take uh, Henry over Pollard. I'd take Henry over Mixon. I would take Gibbs over Henry and Brees over Henry. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm starting to rethink it. That's a, that's a good one. That one's tough because yeah, Brees can just take it to the house anytime. Yeah. All right. Well, I I hope you found that segment useful here. Um, you know that I I'm just getting all these trade ideas in my mind here. I so know, it, I am it, too. We got eight eight days left. <laughs> get after it. Good way to get the juices flowing. Man, um, the trade deadline was it last year? That was just nuts, or was it the year after? It was the year I, before. I think it was I think. the year before. Oh, year before. Yeah. God, yeah, we're just... like six trades right <laughs> yeah. at the deadline. Right at the we're buzzer. Just... Send it into the commissioner's office. Trying to no, the deadline. <laughs> no, Gary, yeah. you had a big one though. I remember last year that you you did a made a big gamble. So you, you're and you're I, always. I, I think I lost it. because of it. So <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, That's I think okay. for me, I, it's probably not going to be this week. If I make a trade, it's going to be next week more than likely. So we'll see. I have a pending one out there, so um, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's get into our stone cold picks of the week here. Um, last week we went two for three on starts, two for three on sleep or sits and over three on sleepers. Eh, that doesn't sound right. Let me pull up our stats here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's how we actually did two for three on starts, one for three on sits and one for three on sleepers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so not our best week. It was tough. A lot of good teams on by week 10. Uh, we, we got four teams on by again here week 11, but you know, there's some fun matchups at least. So, so Garrett, start us off. Who's your who's your start this week? I'm going Brian Robinson. He's kind of gross sometimes. Really good others. He's got a great matchup. I think it's easy. Start him all day. Yeah, at home against the Giants. He's uh, the only running back to have two weeks as the number one running back this this season. So, Brian Robinson. Who'd have thunk? Uh, Braden, who is your start this week? Talked a lot about him on this pod. It's Tony Pollard at Carolina. If he doesn't do it this week, folks, it's I think it's over at this point. But um, I don't think that they're going to be trying to absolutely, you know, just destroy the Panthers like they did uh, the Giants. You know, it seemed like they were trying to get the offense right and just throw like crazy. I expected this to be a little more run heavy and on the road. So um, Pollard, you better do it for me, my man. Yeah. My start this week, Debo Samuel at home against Tampa Bay. Um, you know, Tampa Bay's got a really good run defense, so I think that they're going to lean on that short passing game, let Debo get it out in space and, and do his thing. So um, that that San, San Francisco team looked unstoppable against Jacksonville last week. So going with Debo as my start. Uh, Garrett, who's your sleeper this week? I'm going Isaiah Pacheco versus Philly. That's just gonna be a that's gonna be a tough match. Uh, I mean, I th- I like Philly in that game. Um, the Chiefs' offense just hasn't been that dominant. If 
the Eagles can do anything, it's it stop the run. Um, so I, I think this is a prime spot for Pacheco to like, maybe they fall behind in the game and he's just not getting the usage that he would typically get. Yeah, really tough matchup there. Braden, who's your sit this week? Going with Adam Thielen. Doesn't feel good. How dare you? <laughs> Doesn't feel good. Um, no, I mean, the Dallas defense just relentless, and the Panthers look absolutely lost right now. Bryce Young looks – it's sad. It, it looks really rough. I don't necessarily blame him, but they're just so dysfunctional right now. I just think they're going to get eaten alive. So, um, Adam Thielen is my sit. My sit this week, Rashad White at San Francisco. We talked about how it's a bad matchup. You know, you could use that uh, to help maybe trade for him. But, yeah, he's coming out four great weeks. I think that uh, he's he's finally going to, you know, bounce back to reality for a week here. The San Francisco defense is, is – they bounce back. Um, so Rashad White's going to be my sit this week. Garrett, who is your sleeper? Going Ty Chandler. Talked about him earlier too. It sounds like Madison's going to miss this week. Ty Chandler's going to step in and be the probably the workhorse. We'll say we'll see a little bit. Kane Wong Wu, Wong Wu, Wong Wu, Nang Wu, Wong Wu, Wong Wu, Nangs Nang Wu. Ty Chandler going to have a great, great week day. at Denver. <laughs> All right, Brayden, who's your sleeper this week? <laughs> Um, another, another person we've been talking a lot about, Hollywood Brown against Houston. Um, yeah, I just, you know, Kyler didn't look as rusty as I would have thought. He looked a little, you know, pretty solid. And like I said, they just missed on a deep touchdown last week. And at this point, it seems like Houston's like a shootout matchup. So <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of passing volume. Yeah, that's a great pick. My sleeper this week, Rashi Rice at home versus Pittsburgh, or sorry, against Philadelphia. Um, he's ranked wide receiver 32 that Philly defense is tough to run on, but great to pass on. I think Rashi rice is, he's going to be the, the, the wide receiver gets the most work there for, for Kansas city this week. So that is my sleeper. And then last our random pick of the week, uh, what quarterback outside the top 12 will score the most points this week? Garrett, I want to make it known. I picked first Josh Dobbs. All right. Braden. Justin Fields. And I have Kyler Murray. So I I think that all all three of those guys are great streamers this week. Um but outside the top twelve. Okay. Well before we get into the munchies, we've got our dank flex plays and it has been a great year for Braden and a tough one for me and Garrett so far. Um, Braden, you're at 61% correct on your picks. Garrett, 46%. Zach, 42%. You know, I was trying to be the contrarian and go against Braden last week, and and he got every single pick right. So <laughs> uh, it's tough tough to catch up when when Braden doesn't get anything wrong. Um, wow. Our, our, our bonus pick last week was. Uh, who will score more the entire New York Giants wide receiver core or CeeDee Lamb? Uh, CeeDee Lamb obviously outscored the Giants wide receivers, but so did Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup all on their own outscore the entire Giants receiving core. So we're, we're not, we're not going to ever pick the Giants receivers again. Sorry, man. You just can't, you just can't find a, a flex play on the Giants. I mean, you, you, gotta, you gotta put Tommy DeVito in there and even he's probably not going to be better than most flex plays. No, absolutely not. All right. But are you guys ready for our, uh, our rapid fire picks here? Yeah. Let's do this thing. Okay. First one, we've got bears at lions, DJ Moore or David Montgomery. It's gotta be Monty. Give me Monty. I will go Monty revenge game there. Uh, we've got Chargers at Packers, Quentin Johnston or Romeo Do- Dobbs. They're both dart throws. I'm going Dobbs. Gross. I'm going Quentin Johnston. Ugh. I got to go Dobbs. Um, Bucks at 49ers, Mike Evans or Brandon Ayuk? He finds the end zone every week. Mike Evans. Yeah, I think I got to go Evans there. I will take Brandon Ayuk. Um, Seahawks at Rams, DK Metcalf or Puka Nakua? The return of Matt Stafford, Puka Nakua. 
Yeah, I don't think this is DK's week yet. I think I, I'm gonna go Puka. I will go DK, and then last but not least, Eagles at Chiefs. Devonta Smith or Rashi Rice? I want to be spicy, but I'm not gonna do it. Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith all day. And I will bring the spice. Picking my guy, <laughs> Rashi Rice. Oh, there it is. Nailed it. <laughs> all right. Um, well, that that's it. Let's uh, let's get into it. We've got a fun uh, candy here to try in the munchies. Yes. This week we've got the sour big chewy nerds. <laughs> Guys, I think they're a Menards exclusive. I have never <laughs> seen them anywhere else other than the St. Louis Park Menards. Golden Valley, I don't know. One, yeah, or, one or two. But I'm excited for these. They uh, yeah. look interesting. I love a sour candy. I love a chewy candy. Um, you, you fellas ready to get into it? Absolutely. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Okay. It's, it's so nice to have a sour candy on the pod again. It's been a while. It, it has. It's been too long. That's, that's better than the gummy clusters. Oh, For not sure. even close. For sure. Whoa, you got a for sure and a not even close? <laughs> yeah. This is, for me, like two tiers below Nerds Gummy Clusters. Ooh, I love the individual flavors of these things. I think they taste very similar. The outside shell is a little bit crunchier. But then you just get that, like, chewy inside. It's a good good sour. I like it. It's, it's too sticky. <laughs> it's like uh, like a They're Sour chewy. Patch Kids, how it gets stuck in your teeth, you know? I, that's my one thing. I'm wondering if these have been sitting at Menards for a little while and they're a little uh, <laughs> tougher to chew right now. I wonder if we got like a fresh out of the factory if it would be this sticky. But, yeah, that's I, 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 I don't, I don't think bit, that but... they make these. I think these are like <laughs> what Nerds gummy clusters were supposed to be and nobody bought them and they just got sent to Menards and they've just been sitting there for years until gummy clusters has made this like rising. No, let me throw these out on sale. Well, I like how you get that flavor of the nerd on the outside, but then there's almost like they did like a warhead type sour coating in there too, and then like the chewy from the nerds clusters. I'm I'm yeah. a fan. The bag says it is sweet and crunchy on the outside and sour and chewy on the inside, and you get all four of those things. I mean, it's it's not a bad candy by any means. It's it's actually quite good. Um. All right. Any anything else that needs to be said about this candy here before we we give it a score? I just got a less chewy one, so that was good. <laughs> I just got one. Uh, yeah, these these things haven't been made since 2018. They've just been sitting there. <laughs> it's incredible. I'm trying to see if the expiration date says 2022 or 2024. <laughs> I think I think it's 24. Mine is definitely mine is definitely so, 24. Okay. Okay. So these are not expired candy. That's that's good to know. Um. All right. Well, I I need I need you guys to tell me a score one to ten. Um. How would you rate this candy? I, I mean, I said it was better than the gummy clusters. I'm I'm gonna have to give it a better score than that. Um. I'm gonna go just slightly above though. I'm gonna go eight point. 8.6. All right. That's a pretty good candy right there. Can you tell me what I did for the gummy clusters? Because you're right. I'm, I'm kind of like, this is better than gummy clusters. You gave them an 8.2. Okay. I think I'd probably give them an 8.8 because I really like that sour. I think the sour is pretty strong and that, I'm a fan of that. All right. Um, I gave the Nerds gummy clusters a 9.5. I think they are an elite uh, like movie theater snack or just on the couch. I, pff, I love Nerds Gummy Clusters. The Sour Big Chewy Nerds, not as good for me. I'm going to give them a flat 8.0. Um, so overall, I, I would say it's a, it's a great candy. I think that our average score here would be about an 8.5. Um, would you recommend, would you eat this, this whole bag if, if you needed to? I would absolutely eat the whole bag. Uh, I think this is also a great movie theater candy. You get no stickiness from it in terms of the, like, <laughs> your hands. 
Okay, yeah, but it's it's crunchy on the outside, but it is chewy and sticky and sour on the inside. Mine's not maybe as sticky as yours. I don't know. But I think it's a fair score. Okay. That's a pretty All right. Good um anything else here? I know that the the Vikings got a big win against the Saints last week. Uh, Josh Dobbs still looks great. His ability to scramble, get out of the pocket, make plays, make throws, fun to watch. Um, and we're moving on to to Denver Sunday night football this week. Sunday night what football. Are you, what are your guys' thoughts? It's been so I much mean, fun. Both teams are hot. They're they're both playing so good right now. Um, I think it's actually going to be a little bit closer matchup than we think. Um, yeah, it wouldn't shock me to lose this game. But we're just we're just on that five game win streak, and like I'd have no doubts about us right now, and let's just, just ride it out. Let's keep going. Josh Dobbs is. Uh, Can you take me higher? <laughs> it. Beautifully sung, Gara. Thank you. <laughs> that was well done. No, yeah, I I'm with you. I think this Denver Broncos defense has tightened up like crazy, and I don't think I think people are sleeping on it in fantasy, but um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. It'd be really nice to be a Jefferson back, but um, should be a good one, and I'm I'm loving it. What about you, Zach? Yeah, um, I just want to shout out that "Can You Take Me Higher" by Creed is Kirk Cousins' favorite song, even though it was on the Josh Dobbs uh, TikTok montage twice now. Uh, but, but yes, <laughs> twice now. Um, but I I do like the Vikings' odds here. I know that. Uh, Denver's got all the momentum coming off a big win against the Bills, and they beat the Chiefs two, two, three weeks ago. Did they win that one? Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we're gonna. It's a trap game for them. You know, we're coming into their place at prime time. We don't have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, so we don't have to worry about a prime time failure there. Um. And yeah, I think the Vikings can keep it rolling. I think if Jeff, this is, I said it last week and I was, it didn't matter, but uh, if Jefferson's back, we win. If he's not, I don't know. It's a toss up. I agree. So. But man, it's been uh, a fun five games to watch and, and the Dobbs trade. Just awesome. I mean, it hasn't been a fun five games. It's been a fun three games, um, but the Dobbs trade is just looking sweet right now. I mean, he's won over the fan base for sure. Um, he He's making clutch throws. He's making plays on offense. And I don't know, guys. This could be the, the Case Keenum season all over again. I mean, I would take that any day. I know, man. I'm with you. With, with all the quality options, too. Like, I feel like if Dobbs gets hurt or gets cold, like, Jaron Hall could pop in and run the offense. He looked really good those two drives. Or if not, Nick Mullins. Like, I actually like the depth at backup quarterback, too. So we can roll with a few different guys if we need to. But, yeah, um, Kevin O'Connell is an elite coach. He, he's got a great, you know, locker room. The team is really bought in. Um, you know, all the fans wanted us to sell at the trade deadline, and we're like, no, we, we got something special here. So it's fun to watch. I got an early birthday present uh, from my parents. I've got tickets to see uh the vikings take on the bears monday night in two weeks so i'll be getting to see that game um yeah that'll be fun especially if they win this one and they're on a six game win streak going into that yeah that would that would be electric um but yeah i'm just excited for for the rest of the season here and hope the Vikings can, uh, you know, make the playoffs and, and make some noise once they get there. For sure. I think they could. It's going to be fun. We'll see. But it's a fun ride yeah. either way, and it's kind of nice not having major expectations either. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So next week we've got our Thanksgiving picks. It's an annual thing that we do on the podcast, uh, a fun uh, – I think it's best ball or, or just picks for the day uh, through the three games that are going to be going on next Thursday. Um, and yeah, we've got uh, the fantasy playoffs coming up here soon. It's, it's getting yeah, into crunch game time. matters here. This is a big week. Oh man. Yeah. Um, you guys Absolutely are lucky. Is. I'm slogging it in the, the past, you know, that four person block for the fourth spot. And it feels I like know. I got to win out every single uh, game. And I got matchups against you two and Keaton. I play Dodgers. Justin this week, and if I just beat Justin this week, 
I think I'm in. I think I only I think, need so one, I think I only need one more win for sure. But I think if I can just get this one, I think I'm there. So I mean, I'm I'm hopeful this week. Yeah, me and Garrett with our our two win cushion uh, is certainly nice to have. But um, you never know. It's it's do or die. Um, Bye, good luck this week. Good luck next week. Um, and until we talk again next time. Uh, later dudes. Later dude. Later.